Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the forecast episode 34. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. This is, I guess the forecast is a bi-weekly podcast or a fortnightly podcast, however you want to put it. Uh, we produced every other Thursday. Um, we are a group of guys and we love exploring kind of new products um, in various types of entertainment from video games, board games, uh, TV shows, movies, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, and sort of just trying to get unique perspectives on what's going on within them and kind of share it with you. Um, if you like what we talk about, you can always follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash we are the horizon community. That is super duper long. I'll say it again. We are the horizon community. Or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Um, all of our cast notes uh, get put into links on the site. So you can go check that out as well, as well as it's going to uh, push out to whatever podcasting app you're using. So um, since we're not going to end today on something sad, I guess we might as well start today on something sad. Um, Roger Moore passed away, which is super duper sad. Aww. Does anybody even watch 007? Uh, Any of them? Yes. All okay. of them. Dude, the yeah. old ones? The old ones? The old ones are the best ones. What part of all of them did you not <laughs> understand? <laughs> I've seen them say the Craig ones. Alex. Get out of here, Alex. Alex. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Alex. Roger Moore played, played a great James Bond, but here's what I was going to do. is We're just going to start by asking this sort of posing this question. Who was the best all the way to who was the worst James Daniel Bond? Daniel Craig was the best. Shut your no. freaking mouth. No. Who was the worst, Alex? Uh, also, Daniel Craig, it wow. turns out. That's amazing. <laughs> Did you ever notice how sometimes for like his stuntman, they usually just subbed in a camel? What? Huh? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> actually true. He's not making that up. What are you talking he, about? Daniel Craig in the right light kind of looks like a camel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never his, thought about it face. that way. Now I need to go find a picture of Daniel Craig with a side-by-side of a camel. See how accurate this is. It's mostly the mouth, like just the whole face. What? <laughs> this so, is a, looks like wait, a camel. I'm so concerned. He's got a camel mouth. I don't know what you guys are confused by. <laughs> so, Jake, you I think that's the confusing I didn't say confused. Part. I sure. said concerned. I searched Daniel Craig camel, and there's like no references to him being compared to a camel. I don't know. Then I'm just crazy. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, we knew, we knew that, that before. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I so, think. Let, Sorry, let's guys. just let's just take a vote here. Best, best James Bond. I mean, a vote isn't going to settle this because we all probably have different Bonds in mind. Like, I grew up mm-hmm. with Pierce Brosnan, so in my heart of hearts, You're he's probably my favorite. Yeah. You're absolutely dead also to me. Also, my Dude, favorite. What? What? Yeah. He's literally might be the worst Bond. <laughs> no. Nah. Whoa. No, 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 no. When he was Bond, Timmy's it was all the about the gadgets, Bond. and that was my oh, favorite. Come on, Timmy didn't even get Timothy more Dalton? than one Bond film. Come on. He had a like, couple Bond films. Like Timothy my... Dalton played in two. Okay, my, he had um, two Bond films. Actually, maybe three. Timothy Dalton? I'm pretty sure he was just in Inner Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that's what I thought. Are uh, you sure? I'm pretty damn sure. Do we need to IMDb this? I think we're gonna have to IMDb this. There's no, there's no way around it. I mean, we gotta Fact confirm. Checking ruins podcasts. I mean, oh, my, fine. my my top three are probably like Pierce Brosnan, Sean Connery, and then Daniel Craig, and then all of the others are like, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys! This is a struggle. Sean Connery is absolutely the best James Bond ever. Period. Eh. I think yeah. he, I think he encapsulated I've... like. W- 
who and what Bond is, but I think it it was like very much representative of the time. And I felt that like Pierce Brosnan, I mean, just because I grew up in those times, like I just felt like he, like every Bond just kind of adapts to how sort of society views a spy. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, well, because if you, there's actually um, an infographic that shows the percentage of time each James Bond actor wore a suit in each movie. And Sean Connery blows everyone else out of the water. He's like almost always in a suit. And everybody else is like sub sub 40% of the time they're actually yeah. on. And uh, I mean, it's probably because like once you got into the Cold War, suits are kind of like a dead giveaway. You're just like wearing <laughs> suits all the time. And they're like, who are you? You're like, I'm Benedinkel Cumberbumper. <laughs> From Romania, yeah. Um, so tell me about your secret plans, homie. Also, for the record, Timothy Dalton was only in two Bond films, License to Kill and uh, The Living he Daylights. License to Kill? Yep. And The Living Daylights? Yep. Who was in Her Majesty's Secret Service then? Was that Roger Moore? Maybe. I don't see it in his Do IMDb unless I just like scrolled over it. All right, well, I think a more interesting subject might be what's your favorite Bond film? Mm. But, oh, it's we're, not gonna, we're not going to say the best. We're not going to like whip our dicks out and throw them on the Did table. Did you just Jake. say Quantum of oh, Solace? Oh, what Jake. a great film. <laughs> by by the like way. The part with the sand. George, <laughs> for, for the record, it uh, is George Lesenby is James uh, Bond in Her Majesty's Secret Service. One, uh, one, yes. one movie. Good one old movie. Lesenby. <laughs> oh, good old. <laughs> so if we're going for the worst Bonds, I feel like him and Timmy. Oh, no. I, I don't understand how you guys like Pierce Brosnan. I'm sorry. It's oh, dude, no, I, don't, I don't. As somebody who grew up with Brosnan, I, guess I do that's not true. like Brosnan I mean, as I the gr- best. I like him, but I still say Roger Moore or Sean Connery are the James Bond that everyone else then tries to be. Okay. Then how about this? Who's the absolute worst? And you got to exclude the guys who only did one movie, David Niven and George Lazenby. You can't even include those guys. So out of the ones who played multiple films, who is the worst? So back to Timothy Dalton, because he did two movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going to be honest here, like, no, uh, like, qualms against The Departed, but Roger Moore was never my favorite. Mm. Different style of Bond, though. And yeah, you're right. I think you got something when you talk about like, Bond sort of... Um, are created in their era in which they're, or, or their characters created in the era in which they're filming. Yeah. They really, really match what's the, going on. Look at like the villains of those bonds as well. Like Pierce Brosnan's bo- uh, villains were, you know, media moguls and internet slu- starting to become like internet sleuths. Whereas, you know, the last one for Daniel Craig really had somebody who was like, oh yes, I'm a major hacker. I hack things. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in GoldenEye, it was a Cold War spy. Yeah. So, I, have you guys heard the theory that uh, Sean Connery in The Rock is actually James Bond, who's been in prison? <laughs> yeah, it's a nice. This. It's a, it's a nice thought, but I'm I'm like, I don't care. I like The Rock, and I like James Bond. Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll keep them separated. Uh, Idris Elba is the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, James Bond. Idris Elba is an English English. <laughs> wow wow stuffy no no offense to the to the departed but that was kind of the most Wait, bullshit answer then who would you prefer to have as the next james bond 
You go oh, James no, Bond has... Idris. Oh, fuck. I want Idris more than anybody else. What, James Bond has to be amazing. English, though? What? Yes. Racist. Yeah, dude. He's fucking... He works for I mean, MI6. You, I mean, yeah. he's not the actor. Be some dude. He's gonna be I like, mean, the actor, up, not the Pam? character. Yo, yes, he's gotta be English. Like... Why? Yeah. But Pierce Brosnan isn't English. Espe yeah. That's because well, Pierce Brosnan was a terrible Bond. They made a bad the choice. Bonds, they went back to something There is only, like, one that actually is English-English. Everyone else is, like, Welsh and Scottish and Irish. Right. They have to be from Great Britain. Yeah. Idris Elba is from Great Britain, racist motherfucker. <laughs> you say it just because he's black? He's not from no. Britain? Who what? said anything about no, race? Nothing. No. no one said anything about that. Are you a I was secret asking... social justice warrior, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, like, man. people will be like, I really like James Bond. You're like, you got problems no, so, with no, so So here's the, here's the context. <laughs> backing, backing all of this up. Uh, last week, week and a half ago, Somebody asked uh, Roger Moore what they thought about Idris Elba becoming the next James Bond. His response was, he's not English English. He wouldn't make a good James Bond. Mm. Even though no Bond is English English. And everyone's pretty sure the entire reason he said that is because Idris is black. That's not nice. Yeah. yeah, and like he's tried to defend himself on Twitter, which then made me quite say Roger Moore has a fucking Twitter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I, I still, eh, I, I, I think there is some truth to the fact of I think Roger Moore did say something. I don't think like straight racist. I think it was probably like institutional racism of like his years or so something. Wait. At that at that point, then who would you? I mean, you said you'd prefer you would like it if if Idris Elba was Bond. Oh right? hell yeah, I think Idris Elba would make a great Bond. Either that or get the goddamn kid that's uh playing uh, Igzy in <laughs> in uh um what do you call it? Kingsman. Kingsman. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that oh, guy. Gotcha. Yeah, he, yeah, he's pretty good. I like the him. actor anyway. Hell, you don't yeah, even have to get uh, Eggsy. Get uh, um, who's who's the guy that plays his hand? Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah. Colin yep. Firth did a great job with that. Or you could just have more Kingsman movies. I'm down <laughs> I down mean, that. they are going. I to mean, be. I want. There's gonna be another one. Yeah, I would prefer that they swap it up. They, I feel like they swap it up every new actor that folds into the role of James Bond. You know, they went from the Pierce Brosnan super techie to Daniel Craig, who just literally runs through walls and punches people. Um, parkour. I, yeah, parkour I would prefer somebody who's like just completely different. Like, um, not that I ever think he would be a good Bond, but Tom Hiddleston. I think you know, just put somebody in there that's just completely different I than think what they have. We're had. all asking for Vin Diesel to be James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> Vin Diesel? That would yes, be so good. Please. I'm not gonna lie. I actually kind of want to see Tom Hiddleston as a James Bond. I feel oh like he, no! I, I, I would I would vote James him over Bond. something like <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. No, I no. hope they won't. He's big gross. Yeah. I want Benedict Cumberbatch the farthest away no. from James Bond as I possibly can make him. Listen, Mr. Cumberbumper can go <laughs> sit on the benches. I, 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 I think uh, uh, another nobody good like candidate would be like, I, I like, like him. him. Oh, no. I, like him. Good I don't bond. like him as Bond. I think he's got a weird face. Okay. <laughs> he does I, have a weird face. You're not wrong It makes me that. uncomfortable. I think Michael Fassbender would make a pretty good Bond. It's just... I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I can, I can see it. I feel like he would be the best person to maybe play a period piece Bond, one that takes place like in the past. 
You know what okay. I mean? Times. Yeah, Wait, I, okay, I can I'm down with that. <laughs> I'm just Didn't tossing out some other ones that are. Somebody in uh, A Man for Uncle? Isn't he in that? No. no I, I, I think he is. I'm, I'm thinking of Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Ah, okay. Neither of which I think would make a good bond. No, I mean, yeah, Henry Cavill like be, falls no. right into that category, but fucking walking dildos. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay, they're, they're just Damn. like I, I work out and I look attractive. I look freaking good. I look so I, good. I am I'm Superman. Just, I'm just reading so, through this additional list of people who could be 007. I just want to get some response here. They have. Uh, the typical one no. we talked about, Idris Elba, no. uh, Henry Cavill. No. No. I don't. <laughs> Henry they Cavill have... can barely act as Superman. I want him to yes. fuck away from Bond. I know. He's terrible. I know. Have you seen I him know. in Man from Uncle, though? He's, but that's like his perfect role. Abe actually said it spot on. Like that, like, that is Henry Cavill. It's not whoever he's playing. It's literally himself, which is why he fits that role so well. But he but can't play anything American else. Oh, accent, you mean though. like when yeah. Channing Tatum? And he's actually like, an English actor, so he could even do the accent good. Channing Tatum's fucking hilarious in the 21 and 22 Jump Street movies. Yeah, right. just like that's playing Channing himself. Tatum. <laughs> yeah. uh, they have Tom Hardy listed on here. No. Michael Fassbender. No. Tom Hardy be alright. Uh, um, uh, ooh, Jamie Dornan. No. No? I know that is. <laughs> He's the Fifty Shades guy, which I hate saying that because no. it's just a lot, of, a lot of bad... I mean, people don't like Fifty Shades, but he's also in a really no. good Netflix movie. Okay, fine, Frank. Uh, <laughs> it's called oh, look, they got Shades. Cumberbunches in here. <laughs> no. 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 Tom Hiddleston. Uh, no. Damien Lewis, the guy no. from, um, uh, what's, that, what's that Showtime show? Gosh. Homeland. Anybody seen Homeland? Yeah, oh, no. that guy. No. Yeah, Damien Lewis. Okay, no. And, and right. Jason Statham. Oh my no, god. No. Yes. Do we, do we no. want these? Holy no. shit. At this point, no. we might as well just go through the entire like fucking British actors guild. Yeah. That's basically no. what we're doing. Uh, we got, we got Patrick Stewart, oh, I, I Ian have, McKellen. I have a suggestion that's not on this list. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me let me let me run through a couple more here. Matthew Good, who is the guy in Watchmen and he's also like the lead in Imitation Game with Cumberbunches. Yeah. You know who that is? Mm. I know. Oh, he played, he played yeah. the bad guy thrilled. in Watchmen. I don't know oh, about him. Ozymandias. Oh, Ozymandias. James McAvoy? Mm. I'm always a big James McAvoy fan. I, I like him, McAvoy. But... I don't see him as Bond. I can uh, see him as like a villain in Bond. James McAvoy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Villainous? I mean, I guess I villainous, sure. Uh, here we he go. A couple others. Sam Worthington? No. Avatar guy? God, no. No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. Um, oh, here he is. He's Australian in Avatar. Jason Statham. Yeah. No. 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 So dumb. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that would be so great. What's up? I'm don't even tell me you don't want to see Dabalos. You know I mean, how you were just saying how Daniel Craig just bond. runs through walls? Jason Statham <sighs> will just run through cities in Aston Martins. He'd run a car through the wall and into the bad guy. The movie would be over in five minutes. <laughs> hey, like, you know he, something? They made a, a movie of that. It's called... Fast and the Furious. No, it's just like the, a car is going to pull up and like Q's going to be like, you're no BMW 007. He's like, looks like I got myself a transporter. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to look right at the camera. Oh, <laughs> God, that hurts my Record soul a little scratch. bit. Wow. Wow. Uh, so just a couple others. Wait, uh, hold on. A couple, hold couple on. more. Hold on. Hold on. No, you, no, hold, no, no, you no. hold on. Hold on. Oh, God. Wait. Hold on. I'll hold on. Go <laughs> ahead, Frank. Okay. I think we should move on, and I think we should just go through one at a time. No comments from anybody. Just say your favorite Bond movie. Favorite Bond movie. Okay. I, 
I, I want to say who I think would make a great Bond, though. We got to start at the top. All right. Wait, I'm at the top. Dang it. We got to start there. Um, Sucks to have an name, man. Huh? Ah, man. You know what? I'm going to go with Skyfall. Ooh. Shit. Okay. Nothing. Alex? Uh, the Fate of the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah, okay. Wow. Frank? Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Chad is me. Um, I think I might have to go with Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm. No, no, Goldeneye, just for the music. Mm. Jake? I might be Casino Royale. <sighs> Caleb? I don't know. Maybe Casino Royale, yeah. Owen? Live and Let Die. All right, and then lastly, who do you think would make a great Bond? I want to see, and and this will have to be a couple years down the Wait, road because obviously remember he's when not he old said, enough yet. Just say comment, it. not twenty minutes. Yeah, no, this is. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying is we can't do it right now. He's got to get like five years older. But I want Tom Holland to be James Bond. No, oh, he's been gosh. in like one movie. And he's amazing. <laughs> Listen, and he, let he him be a great that he can handle Bond. more than one scene as a beloved character. Yeah, everyone was oh. literally waiting for. Okay, Caleb. No idea. Jake. And we're just picking one? Yep, pick one. Somebody. Doesn't matter. Oh, it should be a girl. That'd be cool. Ooh. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh. Jane Bond. Emma Stone. Yes. Jane what? Jane. Perfect. Emma Stone or Emma Watson? Both. Both of them. <laughs> Emma Watson. Now. Hell yeah. <laughs> 003 and 004. I'd, I'd love to see Emma Watson just be like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. And then, like, someone comes up and they're like, hey, what's up, little girl? And then she just friggin' whips a <laughs> knife out of her, like, <laughs> sock and just gets the dude right in the throat. <laughs> She's like, you fucking what, mate? <laughs> I would watch that Opening movie. Scene. It should yeah, be Jason Statham as the villain. <laughs> <laughs> and Vin Diesel. Oh, gosh. Or Frank, is she fighting the patriarchy? What the fuck yeah. is going on? <laughs> Frank? Yes, sir. Uh, who would you pick? For what? A Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. Oh, Some question you James just Bond? posed. <laughs> no, I was just asking specifically for Owen. No, but oh. we, we made it a whole thing. It's too All right. late. Well, it's a whole thing. Fucking, uh, I don't know. Okay, great. Alex? <laughs> I actually kind of like Jason Statham. Oh, my god! I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It sounds really cool. <laughs> that was so no. talks about it. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with a total cop out here. And I'm just going to say, like, it should just be somebody we've never heard of before like here's would be like a really interesting way to reboot the bond series is they don't advertise it as a james bond movie and just like 20 minutes into the movie this character is just like living his life maybe he's doing some weird shit and then like suddenly or like or, or, her, or martini her. shaken not stirred no friggin suddenly for some reason gunfight starts gun barrel the their usual like boom and the gun barrel sways boom? down mm. you know when mm. the blood goes down the screen oh you're talking about like the little intro portion yeah, yeah. okay yeah i'll take it i'll i'll okay. i can deal with alex have... i'm surprised you didn't say keanu oh chad hello chad comments my first comment is the best movie out of that series is spike is 3d the second is <laughs> 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 
how the crap are you guys still on this topic? It's a major question. Topic. It's a really good topic. Okay, fine. We'll wrap it up. Listen, uh, last little bit here on uh, news stuff before we move on. And Frank, this is specifically for you. Yes, the Washington yes, Post wrote an article about that they were coining that video games were potentially now being called fine art. I um, think that Frank always poses the question, but are I, video games art? I do? Yes. Well, I mean, you the said. answer is, yeah. It, hell, arts, video games are in the MoMA. So, like, yeah, it's, it's been decided. It's art. Like, years Done, ago. It? Over? Huh? Yeah, yeah but here's the thing. I, I don't know if I would call Call of Duty art. <laughs> I, uh, no, you can call it art. You just can't call it good art. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just there terrible, are shitty pictures terrible in the garbage world. art. You gotta call it a masterpiece. But like, I would call like <laughs> Bastion a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, because there's like actual art in there. Yeah, uh, the game yeah. can't. Games can't not be art if there's art in them. Yeah, it can't be ninety nine percent art, but somehow the interactive element makes it not. Yeah. Mm. Well, that doesn't make any sense. What if so there's some... no art? It's just a specific game that's just based on like random lines of code, and you're just typing in code. Text I mean, is there a story at all? You can't have a game that doesn't we're have not. a story just, or not, art or something. I was going to say, not, what if you're just, we're not you're just puzzle solving code? And we are. Like, well, we're that's actually just what a class. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got a question. Uh, the article specifically says fine art. Fine art. So, what's the difference between the art that we're talking about and fine art? Isn't fine, fine art the word fine, fine in the front? Yeah. Isn't, <laughs> isn't a fucking macaroni necklace? Isn't well, fine art like drawings and stuff? No. F- now, no. L- let me let me ask you guys this. To oh go off of, we can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree that it's art in some shape or form. It's art. But I sure. I would be curious to to see what would you guys think if somebody made a single copy of a game like what if the next destiny was a single game well i'd kill you mean like that'd be bad destiny yeah i'd be bored out of my mind it's (laughs) like mmo (laughs) okay well destiny's a bad point uh example but you get you get my idea though is that like you there's only one copy and it'll go for auctions and you sell it and buy it for millions or whatever like it just like how there's not a hundred different Mona Lisas. There's one Mona Lisa. Yeah, but the problem is you can copy a video game and let somebody else play it. Yeah, you can I don't, really I'd, copy yeah, the Mona would, Lisa and let somebody thing, enjoy it. Like the only thing that that sure, would, Jake. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. The basis of this podcast. I mean, it's other than the fact that we spent like half an hour talking about fucking things that aren't video games. Is that we like <laughs> to play video games and like talk about it. We like being members of the community. But like, if if only one person has this game, like we can't talk about it except for the fact of this mysterious like, oh, what is it? Is it Half Life Three? Like, <laughs> oh man, they make Half Life Three, but there's only one copy. What if there is a copy of Half Life Three and, and they auction it somewhere? Off. Oh man! Some the dude, guy. and then Gabe Newell himself buys it because he's <laughs> freaking billionaire. Okay, I'm I am still stuck on the the verbiage of fine art because fine art is is not your your typical like you should digital pull in here. Uh, logo design oh, and gosh. stuff like that. It's it's painting, it be, sculpting. But... Yeah, no, it's... fine arts cover a huge array of stuff. It, yeah, I mean, it, I'm pretty sure, including just intellectual is... content. Pretty sure cinema falls into fine art. Yeah. It does. Radio fine also art is described falls into as 
Do we have Fine documentation proof? as okay. creative art, especially visual art, whom products are, whose products are to be appreciated primarily or solely for their imaginative, aesthetic, or intellectual content? So oh, I, have yeah. an I have an idea. Oh, pretty much anything. I have an idea. Why don't we talk about some of the fine art that we've been playing lately? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Thank, Thank you. you for that wonderful segue. Uh, Alex and Caleb, you guys have been playing a little bit of a new game that just came out called Dead a Souls. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. That's okay, a lot of it. A lot of it. Alex got me stuck on it. It's his fault. Blame him. Uh, is this is called... This... What? Sorry, go ahead. What, 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 what? I was just going to ask, Caleb, is this your new uh, Binding of Isaac? Oh god! I don't think, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's enough content. That, that's the only reason it's not <laughs> is because there's not quite enough content in it. But it's early access, so there might be more. So the game is called Dead Cells. It is a side-scrolling action platformer. Roguelike. Um, it is roguelike. It is Vania-esque. It uh, is more in the line of Rogue Legacy than something that's like a pure like roguelike so you roguelike you have permadeath you start a run from scratch and that's kind of it like you try to beat the game in one run um something like rogue legacy you get some permanent upgrades over time so in the case of this game you're collecting cells on runs and then if you survive a level you can get to the collector and cash in your cells and you can cash in your cells for permanent upgrades, like um, more charges on your health flask, or uh, you found a blueprint that you uh, you cash in cells to unlock the item from the blueprint, or you know, um, just things like that, permanent upgrades. And then in addition to that, there's other things like at one point you kill an elite that gives you a vine power up permanently, and then. There's certain parts of the levels where you can use this power to unlock other areas. That's kind of like the Metroid-esque part of it. Uh, the combat is kind of Dark Souls light. It's or Bloodborne I think it's, light. Yeah, I think it's better to compare it to Bloodborne. Would you would you compare it to like something like Salt and Sanctuary? That's basically a, a 2D version of Dark Souls slash Bloodborne. Yeah, but I'd say it's faster than Salt and Sanctuary. Because Salt and Sanctuary kind of has a slow combat system, I think. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit faster. Um, there's like tons of random weapon drops uh, that are, you, changes like the style of your gameplay. And I don't know. I've played it for, let's see, eight hours at this point. I think last time I looked, Caleb had 12 or something like that. That's yeah. a record for you. He's when ridiculous. did this game come out? Uh, came out a couple weeks ago. Know. I just picked it up um over the weekend. I think I picked it up like Thursday or Friday, and I started playing it like the next day. And both yeah. of you obviously love it because you spent plenty of time in it. I've yeah. never spent this much time in a roguelike. Usually, I bounce <laughs> off of roguelikes pretty quick. Um, there's something about the flow of this game that really appeals to me. I don't know, and I haven't even beat the first boss yet. How many hours on, did like, you say you have on it? Eight hours. Um, for what it's worth, since we're on the topic of roguelike, roguelikes, we actually just did our humble monthly bundle rumble, and I think we'll probably be releasing that soon. But there was a roguelike in that as well called Goner. Goner. I, don't mm -hmm. even, I still don't even know how it's pronounced. 
Goner. So, uh, Goner. It's Goner, like Boner, but with a G. Oh, is it yeah. Goner? No, I remember it's um, Goner. I've now played seven hours of Goner. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, because the game is uh, so significantly different than what we sort of thought it was. Um, there's a lot more going on, and similar to the aspect of the sort of roguelike and uh, moving throughout the game and, and sort of changes to the game itself. Um, a couple of things that happen in Goner that are, I think, kind of cool. As you continue to kill enemies throughout levels, if you maintain the pace of killing enemies, you speed up the music. And then as the music speeds up, it actually changes the overall artwork for the entire game. Neat. Yeah. So it goes from like uh, just black background and then sort of red and bluish colors to like neon just exploding off of your screen. Um, and there's also a lot, I, think, I don't think when we actually discuss it, um, there, there's, we didn't talk a lot about the different sort of attachments you can have to your body. So in Goner, you're, you start as a blob, which is kind of funny because in Dead Cells, you start as kind of a blob, right? Just a yeah, pile of cells. Yeah, you're like a blob cells. of cells that inhabit some armor. Okay, yeah. So in Goner, you're like a blob, and then you just pick up a head, you pick up a gun, and you pick up like a special skill or special ability, and you can kind of adjust those or change those out as you play throughout the game. But one of my favorite things about it is like you can adjust, <clears throat> for instance, I recently had this, got this unlocked that is just a head with an extra gun. So you're shooting double bullets, basically. But you're like a glass cannon because you only have one hit and you're dead. So then you can run through the game like that, or you can, uh, there's one that just allows you to float throughout the entire game. You don't ever have to touch walls after you jump. You can kind of just float here and there. I hate touching walls. Oh, Frank. I just like that idea, and it sounds like that that is it's like a light version of what you're talking about in Dead Cells. Yeah, there's so much like cool random stuff that can happen with your weapons and like different power ups. And I was looking at the upcoming patch that's coming out. They're adding some content, some new drops, and they're adding like elemental interactions in the game. So Ooh. like if you have the force lightning power and there's people standing in water you can electrify the water and electrifies oh, wow. all of them whoa or uh they're adding like oil flasks that you can light on fire this seems and, like, very all this kind of stuff, stuff like that divinity original sin 2-esque so it's not this patch at all yeah this is this yeah. is all like new stuff hmm. and this is you said this game's in early access right yeah, it's an early access, but they said it's like 80% complete. So it's not like Fine. a rough early access at all. It feels pretty much just like a game. Yeah. So it's not every other early access game that exists right. on Steam right now. That's nice. No, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty complete. Okay, good. I haven't so run into any bugs or anything. And the only thing that I would say feels maybe incomplete some is maybe it, it needs some more content. Although I haven't got it past the first freaking boss, so... I currently have all but two of the items unlocked. Okay. Okay, Binding of Isaac so I think player. It does need more I also content. know that there's an item that they show in the trailer that's not currently in the game because they accidentally patched it out. <laughs> what? Wait, what <laughs> item? <laughs> so what apparently, there, it's, it's this huge like blue buster sword looking thing. Huh. And uh, it looks so rad in the trailer. And I was like, I want to get that. And then I was looking <laughs> into it on the forums and they're like, yeah, they accidentally patched it out because it drops from a specific bo uh, body in like oh. a specific place. And wow. they took that enemy out of the game. Oh, oh. so it just Good doesn't job. drop anymore. <laughs> that, that'll do it. That'll do it. 
Well, a couple patches wow. and updates. It'll be it'll be ready to play full time. Then hopefully that comes out. Is this supposed to come out this year? Do you know? Oh uh, yeah, do probably. Okay. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but it's it's pretty polished already. Yeah. There's just some minor updates. Uh, actually, speaking of updates, um, let's hop over to the Overwatch anniversary update that just came out. Actually, released went today. down today, right? Yep. yep. Today. So uh, the 23rd, which is when we're recording this. Um, who I, I, we've all been looking at images and sort of some of the dance moves that are going on, but who wants to take this and kind of just run with it, describe it in its entirety? Is is this going to be a me thing? I, I feel I like this is going to end up being a me say probably Owen. <laughs> all right, hey. Um, okay, twenty minutes. All right, I'll be if back. Anybody else would do it. <laughs> I'll now. make this quick. Basically, this is the one year anniversary of uh, Overwatch coming out. So hey, good job. It's been one year and thirty million players. So not too bad there, Blizzard. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> if if you haven't if you haven't seen the uh, the little trailer thing for this, I believe there's a it, it's an amazing clip of watching them actually turning the servers on. And you just see the entire like map of the world starting to light up as everyone starts playing the game. It's kind of cool. Anyway, a uh, bunch of different skins. They added three new maps into the arena game type, which is like the 1v1, 3v3. They also ended up editing that game type a little bit. So that way, there is now a version of it that anytime you win, you cannot play that character anymore. Oh, yeah, I like that. Which I think is kind of cool. Mm. So you can't just be like, "I'm gonna hog for the uh, like the entire thing." Uh, Actually, I think your entire team's locked out of every character that you picked that time. It's only if you win, though. Yeah, yeah, only yeah, in yeah. That round. Which, which, which I I think think is a cool idea. So that way you yeah. have to switch up your team comp. The other thing that they did is the one v ones. They added a thing where it's just three characters that is randomly selected, and then you have to pick out of those three, and the your opponent is doing the same exact thing. So it's kind of like, okay, there's a hog, a soldier, and a may. Which one of these do I want to play? Which one of these do I think will beat the other two? Maybe I should play that character because I feel like that's a better pick to counter the other ones in case he goes that character. They added character. a pick ban phase. Mm. So... Mm. It's interesting. I did a couple rounds of it. I hate elimination anyway. I think it's a terrible goddamn game type, but it made it it made it a little bit more bearable. Does it feel Not campy? Much. Oh, like that was the type? last thing. They they added every to all game types. Anything in arena now has a thing where after a minute or something like that, after a certain amount of time, they now have a um control point spawn at the center and whoever can, can capture it first that that's way, only for um whatchamacallit F, uh, any of the arena types no I meant like when you're tied and it doesn't finish no oh no no gosh. what's oh. it called it's instead Tied. of sudden death they took out sudden death and put that in in place of it yeah because yeah. the sudden death used to just be hey we can see where the other team is which okay, wasn't so, helpful because you knew where the Sim or the Torbjorn were that were just chilling in the back and camping. You just so, didn't want to run there because you would die entering the door. So then back to my question, if that is only in play as a replacement for a uh, tiebreaker, sudden death, does yeah. it make the game feel campy to have an elimination game type now? No. I don't feel like it's campy. I feel like it makes you 
want to stay on the move more and it makes it more of a dynamic elimination and people always like doing elimination stuff because they're like oh i'm best hanzo in north america i will prove i am best hanzo in north america and then they'll die like 50 million times and realize how that is, they're not how is he the best hanzo in north america if he can't even speak proper english <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> you should ask the best hanzo in north america i'm best hanzo uh hanzo's actually a japanese character so it kind of makes sense you know i'm a bestonzo okay let's not get <laughs> okay. okay there it is sure <laughs> okay oh damn but yeah i mean not it's wrong. a neat thing there's a bunch of new skins that they've added they have added dance emotes to everybody so now everybody can be dancing finally um, overwatch can rival destiny yeah i mean it's uh <laughs> it's there i think it's neat I think it's a nice kind of celebratory time. They did announce, Kaplan was mentioning how they're probably not going to add a lot more um, events. They're still going to do the events, but it's just going to be rehatches of the ones that have already happened. Kaplan so can suck it. <laughs> it, it. It's pretty much just the idea of just like, okay, they're not going to like randomly make another event now that we've gone through an entire year, it's just going to be like, okay, hey, there's a holiday. You know, there's a Christmas event and a Halloween event and, uh, you know, a Chinese New Year event. And they'll just do one-offs of those again and kind of make them different. So they've gone from the Dota style of events to the now Dota style of events <laughs> where we don't do them anymore. Well, I, I think they're doing it as they did all of the uh, World of Warcraft events. Which was, you had World of Warcraft events, they all had a set time that all of the events happened. They didn't make mm -hmm. new ones, you just knew, hey, this is when this event happens. But then it got too big and too cumbersome, and there's a lot involved, I know, in making these events, so they kind of just move Are they just going to do summer games again during summer? Yes, because... they will do summer games again. Uh, because weird. the Olympics was kind or of... Or like they the... may end up doing <laughs> just some sort of summer-esque you know, in, in that time frame, it'll be another summer. Maybe they'll just have like a pool party event. Yeah, maybe it'll be a pool party event instead of summer games. That'll pool be cool. party. Beach pool party skins. Here it goes. Roadhog with like an inner tube. <laughs> no. Jake no. can finally get hammock. his uh, diva bikini skin that he's always wanted. Oh Did you say Roadhog God. with a banana hammock? No, that was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. uh, other patches and updates that have come out this week. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Um, which for some reason we're, we're all arguing about how it should be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Abbreviated? No. A acronym? PUBG versus Acronymized? <laughs> well, whatever that word is. There's the yeah, right whatever way. that word is. PUB or PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. There's, there's like the um, correct, like accepted, like widely used way. And then there's the way that a couple people on this be. channel think that it should be. <laughs> And which well, side do you lay on, Alex? It just depends on who's got the list of TLAs and XTLAs because that's really what determines what this should every be. Every time. Every time we talk about acronyms, it has to bring this up. Every because time. it's important. Well, I think you so kind of have to look though. at it from uh, the perspective of uh, are we the community starters or does the community already have something started? So It's like the reason why MOBAs right. are called MOBAs, even though that acronym makes no sense. It doesn't. I hate it. It's dumb. <laughs> okay, multiplayer so, online battle arena. That's like any multiplayer game any ever. Any multiplayer game, basically. 
I aside like... from acronyms, let's talk about the patch notes from actually Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. They, um, they added some. Oh patches. man, here goes twenty minutes. <laughs> it, I, th- I guess what's important to kind of think about here is this game has been out in early access for two months. Is that correct? Anybody uh, confirm that? This is the second month patch. Yes. And okay. And we Confirmed. were talking about, uh, I think it was just yesterday, actually, at how many people have purchased and are concurrently playing this game. Yeah, um, they, they announced two million a while ago. I'd imagine it's closer to three at this point. Which is incredible. I mean, this is a, is it $30, $29.99? $30, yeah. Yeah. So $30 game um, off of something that started as a mod um, way back with Arm, was it, I think it was Arma 3. Um, but anyway, so... You know, they've actually done a lot with this game Arma since 2. having people... Okay, thank you, Arma 2. They've actually done a lot with, um, with this game since it came out two months ago. And the patch notes now are really... It's basically a buttload of bug fixes to make people stop being pissed off about the way the game is being played. <laughs> well, I mean, um, there's a substantial list of bug fixes in this one, but there's a lot of other things. They added like, some stuff. A couple added weapons. a couple vehicles, weapons. Which is fun. I think my favorite... Uh, bug fix that they did is fixed a bug that caused all teammates to enter the revive state when one teammate is hit by a bomb in a red zone while being in a vehicle. That is very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very specific. Uh, They fixed the players will sometimes experience random damage effects. Remember when that was happening to us, Frank? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they said that that was a bug that they fixed. You have to go punch each other to get stop getting damaged? Yep. Oh, does, it, does that fix it? Wait, yeah, I don't that, think we ever fixed that up. Yeah, that Chad, and I, fix it. Chad and I kept punching each other when we were getting damaged inadvertently. They added a motorbike. They added a super rare sniper rifle that has a 4X on it with a silencer. Oh, great. Another thing that's super rare. <laughs> yeah. So it's either super rare or you can find it in a loot crate. Uh, it comes with a 4X scope on it and a silencer, and it takes 9mm ammo. Wow. They are, they are fixing... Neat. Uh, scoping uh, because the 4X and above had absolute horrendous like scoping features where uh, they actually put out a video where there's a blue dot where the scope was actually looking and before the patch um, the blue dot was floating way away from the center uh, and constantly trying to catch up to the center while uh, when they fixed it the, the blue dot just stays in the center basically they had coded aiming down sights with parallax so the actual place you were aiming didn't line up to the reticule when you were moving a lot or firing a lot. Reticule, huh? Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Usually in a scope, it's called a crosshair. The reticule. Don't ridicule me. <laughs> um, to describe what this game is, if you have not played it, um, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds is a lot um it's it's got a lot of the like sort of arma-esque feel to the gameplay but it's very much in the what was that stupid game we used to play where you gather and build things and then you get shoved closer and closer and closer the to the center culling. nope the other one but the culling also but what was the other one arc survival arc? evolved arc survival evolved no it basically wasn't survival like evolved it was oh, no. survival, survival of the, the fittest, fittest. Thank survival you. of the fittest there we Sorry. go Close or enough. like king of the king on the hill or uh like the culling or any of those other yeah 
Hunger Games esque battle yeah, royale esque. If, if, yeah, if you don't know what those are, it's basically battle royale or Hunger Games. And if What's either a, of those make sense to you, yeah, you can probably. What's amazing about this game, really, though, is that even we're in, we're in month two of early access. It's already a better game than most of those other games. Oh yeah, yeah. in terms of replayability. So that 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 portion is. I, I don't know if really you guys exciting. saw or care, but IGN did a if we had to rate this now, review this now thing for it, and they gave it a uh, 9.0. That's really cool. Wow. Wow. Hey, real quick, one more thing that I saw uh, with the update is they added new vegetation to the lobby. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> sick. Important Big right changes. there. The UI, they have a ton of UI changes though, that I actually uh, like a lot. It's gonna be, be nice good. to see it continue to get refined. I think. Uh, there's something that says added a dotted line towards the next play zone on the minimap. I wonder if that's actually gonna show you your character in a dotted line toward, like, like pointing you in the direction of where the uh, play zone's supposed to be, to where you could just Probably. follow that constantly instead of having to hit map to see where it is. Wait, what be was nice. the wording of it? Added a dotted line towards the next play zone on the minimap. Yeah, just probably a dotted line from your current play position to the center of the next play zone. Or could that also signify where the next circle is going to be? Ooh. But it why would it just be on like the mini-map? Because are we talking mini-map is when you hit M or mini-map's down in the right-hand corner? There's a mini-map in the bottom corner? Yeah. How long have you played this game? I don't know. <laughs> Holy I never, God. I never noticed it. What? You've I, never I, noticed there's a mini map? What use does it have? A ton of use. You know, like, like what? The usefulness that all mini maps have. You Which can is... kind of see like where the houses are and what direction you need to run. Uh, if you're like behind a hill or something and you don't know where the house is. You can also see exactly where the location of the players are on the map, so you don't accidentally just shoot somebody coming around the corner. That's your teammate. But of course, also there's a name that helps with that that's floating above their head. Yeah, for some that. people I are got, blind I got memory to that. And situational awareness. I'm fine. I don't need no mini map. I honestly can't recall a mini map. Yeah. Have you played Arva? Oh, wait. The only time I ever see a mini map is when there's a red zone. Yep. Okay. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah, you're, what a, what a red you're on top of it, buddy. <laughs> hey, I've I've won a couple of those games, so well, I've won you, six out of like three hundred. Hey, let's uh, let's let's just change gears slightly. We've been talking about updates in games. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, games that are going to be coming out that we are all getting excited about. At least a portion of us are getting excited about. Um, can we talk a bit about? <laughs> and I say a bit, Frank. Just prepare yourself. Oh. Uh, let's talk a bit about Destiny 2. <laughs> and um, another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just put my two cents in and it says looks good? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Also, as somebody who's never played the first one, I will buy the second. It looks good. Will you? Or will you say you'll buy it and then you'll buy a Switch and you're not going to be able to buy like anything? Then you have to get tires and then you're just going to be like, yeah. yo, I'll buy it this hey, weekend. I want to buy, buy it Players sale. Unknown. I just needed to buy tires wow. this week, which was very unexpected. So, Shots screw you. Fired. Shots fired. Frank, 
Let's yes, talk sir? about Destiny. Oh fuck, you man. You are the only person that has played Destiny in this in this podcast, correct? A, a, a sad a sad fact, yes. Uh, I picked it up and played it on the PS4 once. Once. Got killed. Why is it down. important that we we pick up Destiny 2, Frank? I mean, is it important? I think it is. Um like I I mean Destiny 2 like Destiny in general like is a very particular kind of game. There's actually a really good review on YouTube. It's a 42 minute long review that this guy put together. It's very well put together, very well edited and very well like thought out where, and I'll see if I can get a link in the description. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but he basically explains like the grind is real in, in destiny. Oh boy. Um, it, it, it's been true throughout all the different updates that they've had because they've changed the way that like loot drops and like how you level up your character like I think three times now. Um, but every time it's there. So like the the thing that really brings you uh, the thing that really brings me to Destiny is just like literally honing my skills and and just getting like so much better at that game and just being like once I've played a play style for a while I'll be like you know what I've been real like just balls deep in the action just like shotguns like hand cannons swords like i want to mix it up i'm going to get stealthy a little bit and like play that for a little bit and like all the loot and the art design and everything like just is all great but the thing i think that really does it for me is just the way it plays the way it feels it's hard to describe but it's probably like the best console first person shooter i've ever played and then i will then go on to say Probably the best shooter in general I've ever played. Um, like I mean, it is based on where well, well, sort of based around the style of one of the best shooters ever made. Yeah, and then Bungie, as they grew as a company, just started to really refine that. Like that was their original goal when they set out to make Destiny. They're like, we're going to make this thing control. Like it's going to feel like fucking silk. Like it's just going to feel so smooth, so responsive, and they do that a lot with like. Like, really variable auto-aim. Like, really just... The point is trying to make you feel just like a badass. Like, become legend is their... Is their... Uh, what is it? Motto or creed or slogan they don't for don't Destiny. Know grammar. Yeah. Um, and, like, why Destiny... Why you guys should be excited about Destiny 2 and play Destiny 2. First of all, it's on the PC. So you fucking PC master race friggin <laughs> bastards can finally hop on the train. Um, well then. S- second of all, Destiny has had a very, very checkered history. And I'll be the first to admit that that game has problems. But I love it still. And I feel like with how involved Bungie's been in the community how they've listened, how they've refined, how they went back and changed the the engine for the game from ground up, which basically when Destiny 1 came out made it very difficult to add in new content. Which for a game that's ostensibly an, an MMO kind of kind of doesn't work in its favor. But they they said they fixed those issues like they during like their gameplay reveal stream that they had like they showed off everything they did everything right there were some things where it was like they they said that they're adding in um 
matchmaking for like raids and nightfall strikes, which they didn't have in the original game. And everyone went fucking buck wild because you had to use all these third party games. It was like this long ass process to get somebody in a raid and you didn't know what you were getting getting into. Like you can't, you'll just like come on and be, and then you'll get an invite from like Bud Smoka 420. And then you'd be yeah, like, boy. Hey man, what's going on? And he's like, I really don't like black people. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> um, so you guys want to kill Crota? I don't know. This was like one of my comments when I was talking to Frank about the gameplay reveal is how they came on stage and like tried to talk up their, they like added matchmaking. Like it was some like huge revolutionary feature. I mean, I mean how they're doing it does sound kind they're of They're like neat. not even calling it matchmaking. They're calling it guided games. And they're like, oh. like speaking they of their out, matchmaking. Li- yeah. The fact that they are teaming up with Blizzard and using Battle.net. Oh yeah, they're releasing on Battle.net. Stupid. That's really stupid. It's not a not a Blizzard game. It's coming out on Battle.net. It's not a Blizzard game. They just realized that Blizzard is superior in doing everything matchmaking on servers, and they're just like, yeah, you deal with this. Isn't it made by Activision? I don't. Yeah, Yeah. it's made by Activision. Blizzard. They're the same company. Yeah. (laughs) They realized that Steam was going to take thirty percent of their sales, and so they're like, how about we don't give Steam thirty percent of our sales? No, but they came out on stage, right? And they're like setting up this anecdote, like, imagine you're the solo player, right? And you're like, I really want to do this raid, but I don't have any people to do it with. Well, now you can access guided games. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, it's like, really, guys? Like, <laughs> I, honestly, like the the most fun that I've had in that game is just playing it with my friends, whether it's my brothers or like all, all my friends uh, from like here in Maine, just like getting on, doing a raid or rolling into the crucible or just like fucking around doing whatever. Like, it's just so much fun. And uh, like, I really just want you, you guys to try it out because number one, uh, Aaron will lose the rest of his life. Um, <laughs> and I'll finally have a partner to go down this deep, deep hole with me. I know Chad will love this game. Um, I, I think I, Alex, I think you will enjoy the game, even though you're not the, the best at first person shooters. Admittedly, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> admittedly, Only I'm allowed to say that. Harshly. I mean, just well, really just all you because, ever do is play the medic. Like, so, and, hey, and they're, medic's and they're, valuable. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're, sure, adding in, they're adding in like, like it's, it seems like they're expanding the, how all the abilities work. All the new uh, super abilities seem really cool. They're adding in tons of new guns. They're switching it up to where you can like vary vary your loadout even more beyond just like I have a primary weapon and there's four types. I can have secondary weapons. There's four types, or no, sorry, not secondary, special. And then there's heavy, which there are three types, except for some exotics that are weird. But um, like, I think they're making all the right choices. And like, it's this is when I saw the first the cinematic trailer, and then the gameplay uh, the gameplay trailer. It's like it was just it's the most pumped I've been for a game in a really long time. They are Destiny's really easily, nice trailers. Yeah, they are very well done. Like I, I think as long as they're able to then bring in this like massive amount of lore that they have and are able to actually implement implement it into the game instead of having it on 
uh, like Bungie.net or through the uh, app where you go and like read these things called grimoire cards, which have actually been doing that when I'm sitting on the toilet. And it is, it is like so good. Like they, Bungie is just crafted like a, a really good universe. They're also really good at like walking that line of like sci-fi to kind of like fantasy. Like Halo just has some really weird lore to it. Like how the covenant work and like the forerunners and like all that, all that jazz like you're just like bungee what are you guys smoking but like they just turn it all up to 11 on destiny 2 i'm so excited pre-ordered i'm all set to go i'm proud and you, you got... have nathan fillion so i mean what more could you want it already fucking had nathan fillion well i didn't know it's... that because i didn't play it <laughs> but i love nathan fillion so it also has gina torres who played zoe in firefly <gasps> i love her <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It also it also has Bill Nighy, um, the guy that played Malcolm Reed on Enterprise. Um, fucking, there's a laundry list of, of dudes. There was Peter Dinklage at one point, but then they replaced him with Nolan North. Yeah, why did they get oh, rid of Peter good. Dinklage? Because Nolan uh, North needs more exposure. There hasn't been in many games yet. Yeah, yeah he's isn't a real he up, Nathan he's Drake? Yes, he is. That was it was like a funny a joke. joke. <laughs> He's in like every game As ever. Someone who so many does not have a PlayStation and doesn't know who the fuck he is. How He's done things do other than know... Uncharted. Yeah, actually. Yeah, dude, he's huge. He's in like almost every game that you've touched for the past seven years. That dude is a workaholic as is, a voice actor. Is he in Overwatch? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Is, is That's a good question, this? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. No, Terry Crews is Doomfist. Come on. It's Tom gotta Cruise. be. It's gotta be after this much. Freaking Terry Crews. After, dude, after they said, what's the deal with Doomfist? And the response from Overwatch officials where you'd have to ask Terry. Like, yeah, it's gotta be him. Anyway, back to your game. So what are your guys's like opinions on destiny like since i'm interested in the fact that i have dumped i think like five or six hundred hours into that game it's nothing it's weak it, yeah i know compared Jeez. to alex's uh numbers in yeah. a game uh that was very specific not to be mentioned um like i'm curious to see like what you guys think having knowing really nothing about it every time i watch a trailer i just think about halo and I love Halo. It's like one of my favorite games of all time. I'd play it all the time, anytime. I mean, anytime anybody want to play with me. Oh, wait, wait. Speaking of which, Is if you guys want to play afterwards, was. you know, totally play Halo if you guys want to play Halo. Aaron, Halo. Aaron clarify. What? Is Sorry. or was? Uh, is. It, okay. It is probably in my top five. Um, it's, I, it's just hard not to be. I mean, I, that was the game that I played in college. Uh, and that's all we ever did was play Halo. We'd just connect six for however many xboxes in the dorms with four players each and then just play halo for hours on end it was, it was a blast I, um, I only asked that just because i loved the original three halos oh i see what you're saying yeah franchise no franchise no specific games yes halo one's great halo two is probably the best one halo oh, 3 is yeah right behind it so um, halo two was a fucking masterpiece of a game i will say that right now it needs to be in moma it is fine art Oh, fine. I, fine actually, you know, I I hadn't thought about it up until this point. Like, one of the reasons wh why, like, I because I also fucking love Halo. Like, the the music by Marty McDonald, 
Mm. Like, mm, mm. and like the music in Destiny was like right up there. And like him and Paul McCartney worked on it. Wait, and, Paul McCartney worked on it? Yeah, him, Mar- Martin McDonnell and Paul McCartney sat down and made the soundtrack for Destiny. Vanilla. That's that is. Didn't they change it? That's intense shit. If you get a Beatle involved, you know you're rocking with fire right there. No, wait. So they, the same they, Paul, same Paul McCartney that's going to be in Pirates of the Caribbean. Paul McCartney. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what the heck, right? Anyway, dude, go ahead, he's sorry. like ninety. Just let him be. Just let him. Let it be. Yeah. Let it be. Ah. Speaking I of which, I, hey, I, there's a Beatles channel on SiriusXM now. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Wait, did you single-handedly get no. out? <laughs> I had absolutely. I mean, to wow, do with that Owen. Okay. Oh, so, because it's really hard to find Beatles music. Uh, apparently, I don't, don't fucking know. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it was really outside hard to get the, it all come together. Outside of the Halo aspect, I like what you did there. I, I, I have never really gotten involved in anything that's an mmorpg i just i've i've never it's never been in my home and and um i think this this will be your your this first seems, dive into it tell me if i'm wrong but this seems like a very light version of that of what those typically are is what i mean i mean it has all of the sort of like big sort of like stepping stones that you have where you have uh quests you mm-hmm. have raids Mm-hmm. You have um, like smaller raids that you could call like dungeons in Destiny. They're called strikes. Um, Is it massively multiplayer? <laughs> massive. The only massive m- multiplayer part, because the biggest fire team that you can have in the PvP a- a PVE aspect is six. So oh, wow. no. So this is not at all what I thought it was. Um. So, and no, then. No, no, no. I mean, Thank when, you, you Alex. Were, when you were in the totally over, thought that it was if you were in the overworld um, where you can just sort of like explore that planet and do random things while you're there, which it sounds like they're doing a lot of interesting things with that because that was just a place to go to do your bounties, to get experience, to like do things like it seems like they're they're really going to make even more variations on the grind where it just starts to not become a grind anymore because there's just so much variety in what you can do that if you don't feel like oh, i really don't want to just do strikes for three hours you don't have to you can go and do something else and i think that's that's going to be the thing that that really sends it home i hope i pray so not an mmo it's got like it's, it's basically MMO-esque just like elements in it Okay. Yeah. It's basically just like, uh, um, no, you party up with your buddies and you go and fuck shit up. Like that's that is that game. Okay. And you get sweet loot and you get cool guns. Like some of the best like characters. So it's like it's, and it's Borderlands. Design. Um, no, because uh, Borderlands depends very much on a like randomized weapon generator, where like every single gun in Destiny is very specifically crafted especially Ah. especially the exotics like the other the other like legendary weapons like they can have different perks on them i feel like there's that might be randomized pretty specific weapon crafting in borderlands i mean yeah they they did they did have like like unique weapons but like a lot of um 
destiny weapons like i could name a lot of destiny weapons but we don't need a to lot. do that and it's totally I, okay like, don't worry about it all right here we go zalo supercell <laughs> you got gallo oh no. the monte carlo the last word the first curse Wait, so no stop i I'm, I'm excited actually that it's not an mmo then and it feels like it's more um sort of toned down to a specific set of people who go play and it's not uh, it's not a MOBA in that you're playing against other players. It's it's PVE, so you you know being able to navigate and just destroy and go, uh, however, tackle something, a quest. The PVP in that game, I also very much enjoyed because you because you can sort of have that play style. Yeah. Like is anybody variation. else? Is anybody else besides uh, Frank, myself, Alex, and probably Chad getting this game? I'll probably get it. I'd be curious to see what you think of it, Caleb, because I know you don't like Diablo games. You don't like loot games. I don't Grinding. like loot games, really. Yeah. But I've heard so much about Destiny, and I've heard that I would like it from a lot of people who know me. So, Who told Jake? you that? You. Jake Owen? Cassie, well, Sam. If everyone else gets it, you guys have sex. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that might just... Son. That Full might muscle me out. Just for you, Jake. Oh, I'll not get it. How about that? Wow, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice, right? <laughs> Um, Destiny maybe. 2, September 8th. September 8th, okay. Also, gotta, gotta a, prep. Uh, also a beta this summer. I don't think they've announced the date yet. J- uh, just uh, real quick while we wrap up games here, there are two things by, by, by the time we do our podcast next week will be out, one of which is Tokyo 42, which actually looks really cool. Um, if you have not watched any trailers, there is a 4.2 second long trailer. Um, or, well, technically it's, it's like 28 seconds, but there's 4.2 seconds of footage. I will post it. It's actually pretty cool. It looks like a great game. Also, we are hopeful that Bridge Crew is finally coming out um, wow. since its it won't initial come out delay. The podcast anyway, right? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, before the Fire. next podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm talking before about this podcast comes out. No, that before game the next podcast. makes me want a VR headset. So yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just excited, excited to put my dad in the VR headset and let him play and see what he thinks. Uh, supposedly that is supposed to be coming out the 30th. Tokyo 42 is supposed to be coming out the, um, 31st. Uh, also just to note other games that have come out or are coming out. A game was released, uh, yesterday for the Wii. You. Um, I'm the Wii U. For the Wii U. Yes, for the Wii yeah. U specifically. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought that we were done releasing games for the Wii U now that we have a new Nintendo console, but... Apparently so I not. looked that up, and one of the first comments was about a game that came out in late 2016 for the Wii. <laughs> I mean, okay. every it, look how long of a lifespan the PS2 had. Like, they always just have like some stragglers at the end yeah, of a, of a like, console's lifespan. Man, I feel like once you make the move, you got to. I stop. feel like it's weird for the Wii U because they essentially scrapped it because it didn't sell very well, and put out the Switch. Whereas, like, the PS2 is, like, one of the best-selling consoles of all time. So of course, sure. they're going to, like, support it to their massive audience. Yeah. And, I mean, also, like, some developers may have been working on those games. And it just so happens that their, like, finish date is going to be then. And it's like, well, they got this they got this new thing out, and it's been out for, e- for a year. But we already have two invested in, in developing this game. So, let's just Might as well just it wrap it up, the, basically. Yeah. I guess. Uh, oh, also, uh, we were talking a minute ago about uh, voice actors um, in Destiny 2, because there are a lot of them. 
Of course. Um, from Nathan Fillion to what, what was his name, Alex? Who's in um, uh, John Wick Two? John Wick Two and John Wick. Um, can't remember his name, but he's one of the main people in one of the trailers. He but plays the, Commander Zavala. Yes, the voice actor list for that game is long, and it's actually it's long for a lot of games that we play. Um, another one we've been playing recently was Mass Effect Andromeda, and the voice actor list for that was actually fairly long. Uh, one of the Mass things Effect Two's was better. Okay, fine. One of the things I was going to point out that it's actually kind of interesting is they're actually starting to do royalties for video game voice actors. Lance Reddick. Um, thank you, Alex. Which is actually kind of cool. Uh, before they That's were just name. basically paid contract. Now, based on game sales, I think these these voice actors are going to actually start getting paid paid more, which is kind of unique. Um, something they haven't done in the past, and it's just it's good, you know, like. If they're going to be voice acting in a game, especially with the amount of lines that are in some of these games anymore, um, you know, one of the first ones I kind of imagine is um, what's his face, who's from Silicon Valley, who did all of the voice lines for one of the main characters in Mass Effect. What's that? I can't even remember the character's name. Jake, Caleb, or, help me. Or what about what about no. that that uh, <laughs> that the guy that voices Geralt? Geralt. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's even a good example. The amount of voice lines involved in that are incredible. You got to think about the amount of time probably spent put into that. So I, Carlos, I just think it's kind of cool. Thing, Seth Green. What? No. The, the guy no. in Mass Effect that's in no. the comedian. No. No. Okay. No. 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 Regardless, the point is, uh, voice actors start getting paid royalties on some of the video games that they're doing uh, voices in. Which leads us right into, since we talk about um, sort of acting in video games, we have talked about in the past just the terrible slew of video game movies and all of the terrible things that they've released and produced that nobody wants to watch. And when they do watch, they're just supremely disappointed in. Um, counter-argument? Oh, yeah. gosh. Go Mortal ahead, Kombat. That, that's like that's your counter mortal mortal Kombat yeah. is like the one that actually did okay it's i mean i think it did okay because of how long ago it was also that oh that movie is garbage i love it though <laughs> i you know they they repeatedly over and over release movies that are based on video games and they suck None of them are good. We recently watched, or several of us recently watched Assassin's Creed. I love Michael Fassbender. Terrible freaking movie. I mean, just absolute garbage. Like, video game movies are usually bad, but I'm usually, like, tolerable of them because I like the source material. Right. I hated Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and I love Michael Fassbender. I know, me too, but it was such a bad movie. Three things that are coming out, however, that I wanted us to kind of touch base on. Um, Uncharted movie. Uh, Netflix is coming out with the Witcher series and, and Castlevania and Castlevania. Thank you. Actually, I did not have that what? on here. So four things. Why? Also, also, in case you thought uh, Resident Evil was over, they've just recently announced that they're going to be doing a six movie reboot of Resident <laughs> Evil. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 they literally just released the final chapter. The final chapter. Yeah, that's why they're, they're rebooting about... it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the guy, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays Chris Redfield like in those movies, like the way he looks and acts in those movies, he just looks so fucking bummed out. That's me. When I watch these movies, <laughs> like the whole time, like I don't want to fucking be here. I could be doing anything else. 
I can be yeah, playing actually, Destiny too. The uh, just well, actually, let's just start with the Resident Evil since we touched base on it already. The six movie reboot they're doing is the same studio that actually did a lot of the original movies out of Germany. Great. Um, and Wait, this is not Resident Evil Six movie reboot. This is Resident oh, Evil a six movie reboot. Six yes. movies total. Fuck. <laughs> yeah six movies um you know I, the one thing that they made note of in the article and i'll, I'll make sure to post a link is it grossed 1.2 billion dollars worldwide so for them you know it's a cash cow as they continue to produce it's going to continue to make them money so i just hope they don't i mean yeah, why it's going to be the most movies? successful video game franchise movie yeah, rather it will, be. it will be but why I don't know why I six don't know. additional movies. I don't know. Apparently like that, that World of Warcraft that's... movie did pretty well in China. In China specifically. <laughs> really? Didn't do well in the US. <laughs> no. Yeah, I heard um, it was really bad even if you like World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's what I heard too. That's okay. I, I thought that Prince of Persia movie was okay. I actually like that one. I like Jake I mean, Gyllenhaal. I, I'm a sucker for those like just quote-unquote adventure movies like Indiana right. Jones, right. Romancing mm-hmm. the Stone. Like... Well, three of the uh, Indiana Jones movies. Sahara <laughs> is another good, like, just... Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. Sahara. Stinky, stinky um, Matthew McConaughey. It's a great yep. movie. Playing, was it Dirt Pit or something like that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that was well his character's his name. name. No, Dirt that Pit. was his name, dude. Oh, it might have been Dirk, but I can't fucking remember. Whatever. But I, I guess the, the, the point is here, I, we'll have to see what happens with this six-movie reboot with I'd rather um, not. President Evil. I mean, whether you want it or not, Frank, they're going to be coming out, so just prepare yourself. Why can't um, we'll just do what I want it to do? I don't know, buddy. Uh, other things that are coming out, we talked about a minute ago. Um, Uncharted movie. Does anybody know when this is actually coming out? So Probably here's the never. thing about the Uncharted movie. It has been rumored to be worked on for, I think, like 10 years now. Like, they keep saying, like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then there's a little bit more that it's, like, years go by, nothing's going on. And then, oh, hey, we got a director. And then a couple more years go, you hear nothing. Oh, yeah, no, this guy's working on a script. You're going to love it. And so, basically, the news this week was that they had, they asked Tom Holland to be young Nathan Drake. And Tom Holland was like, sure, why not? What is your deal with Tom Holland? (laughs) I... I just really love the guy. He's a really good actor, in my opinion. Yeah, man. He's, he's been Spider-Man in one movie that seconds. hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> he's in more than just one, okay? Yeah, anyway. he was in two. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently from everything that they've mentioned thus far, Tom Holland's going to be a young Nathan Drake, and the movies will be a prequel to the video game. It's a lot better of a choice than Mark Wahlberg, I'd say. I, I think it's a good Freaking choice. I Mark also Wahlberg. like the idea that they're setting it away from the franchise, but it helps the franchise. So that way they don't have to worry about like fucking something up that's important. And they're like, oh, why didn't you guys talk about this character or that character? It's like, well, that character doesn't exist yet. Like they can easily have all of the room that they need to run around and do whatever they want to in the movie. As long as they just basically go, and this is how he became Nathan Drake. Like, I'm, I'm going to be... I mean, they already touched on that. Three kind does that. Yeah. Three does that. Four does that. Yeah, four, 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 four definitely like, does that. Four super in-depth. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm sure I'll watch this movie, 
And if it's an adventure movie, I'll probably enjoy it. Oh, you but know like, it's going to be an adventure movie, man. But like Uncharted 4 just and like the game all is the basically Uncharted a movie games, anyway. Yeah, it's it, like that's what it is. And you get to play it. You play it so, for like 10 minutes, you watch like a 10 minute cutscene, you're like, "Fuck, that was that was this is great. I just can't stop." Those games are uh PlayStation specific, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So no date, no other actors. They just announced that Tom Holland's gonna play young. Robert De Niro is rumored to be on the project for a while <laughs> to play uh, Nathan. I'm Robert not De Niro is literally ruined or is rumored to be on every project. My friend. I mean, he, he oh, Robert was... De Niro is gonna be... actually Robert De Niro, 007. I mean, could make a great oh. new one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> be like, I don't uh, know about this. I don't know. <laughs> Secret agents? I don't know. It's pussy shit. Just, just oh, go over there and whack them. Uh, some of you guys have to be excited about <laughs> Joe The Witcher coming out on, on Netflix, correct? Anybody? What is excited about what? The Witcher. There's a series coming out on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, the Witcher, the Witcher would be cool. I mean, that, that, that game also cool. plays similar. It plays like a movie, right? Because I have not played them. Mm, no. Yeah. Not really. It's Much very, it's it's very traditional, traditional RPG esque. Like it's very story up. heavy. Uh, yeah, but it's like, but uh, it's not like you're playing a movie. Conversation trees. I see a lot okay. of those. Um, apparently the book series is very popular. Not as much in yeah. the U.S. But in in Europe. very good things about the books. Right. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um. And also, apparently, the author has beef with the game creators because they uh-huh. didn't do it exactly like the books did. And so that's, he made some statement. That's every author who had their work <laughs> adapted for any medium. He made yeah. some statement about the TV series, about how he was happy to be working with them on the TV series and how he's happy that you know they're excited to be sticking with his source material or something like that. Like, something sly like that, like... Basically well, tr- saying, F you video game, not following my freaking stuff. I, I'd like to put the caveat in there, though. Probably the only reason he's getting to maintain the source material is because it's being produced by Netflix. If this was a, um, you know, it's like a standard ABC, CBS, Fox channel TV show, you would not have the content. You would not have the sort of free will to kind of write the story how you need. I think they do a really good job of holding on to original content from authors when they do produce their shows. Know, like, did they, did they stick closely to like that new series of unfortunate events series that they have in there with like Neil Patrick Harris and stuff? Did anyone read those books? Cause I didn't, I, I read, did not read it. I read most of them. Did, did you anyone, watch the series? Like, yeah. No. Did you, you, okay. I, watched uh, the I found the actual quote. It seemed from pretty the close. author, dude. Oh, Tell us, tell us, tell us. It's 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 more stuck up than I made it's it sound. In, <laughs> and it's also in Polish. Uh, it says, I'm thrilled that Netflix will be doing an adaptation of my stories, staying true to the source material and the themes that I have spent over 30 years writing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're right. I mean, <laughs> a little upset. Just a, just a, just a bit. But I mean, good for him. At least just getting adapted into something where he gets his original content. Yeah, and not what the games were. I mean, as long as he's not like the what is it, Mattis, the the guys that created Mantis for Guardians of the Galaxy, 
And someone asked him, was like, oh, hey, how do you like uh, Mantis and Guardians? And he's just like, fucking hate it. <laughs> wow. And they were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Guardians. Um, let's talk about another uh, uh, TV show that's going to be coming out. I, I have for a while been excited about um, Star Trek Discovery. And the other day I hear Jake and Caleb talking about a trailer. And I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, people are excited about a Star Trek TV show with me? Woo, this is, yeah, I'm excited. Nobody watched I Star mentioned Trek it anymore. the other day. You didn't, Wait, they, there's you didn't a trailer? say shit. You hold, on, hold, on. Me? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What trailer were we talking about? You guys Star were talking Wars about Orville? the Orville. Or Star Trek Orville. Whoops. <laughs> Star Trek the Orville, Seth MacFarlane's <laughs> uh, captain of the ship of the USS Orville, which I did in fact go watch. It, it and I want it to be really funny, but it's probably going to be really bad. It's going to probably be really bad, but who cares? It looks hilarious. We'll see. Yeah, I hope, um, so. I hope it's great. Obviously, Frank, you mentioned the Orville, or you mentioned the Discovery? Discovery. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. There. Yeah. Completely different. I mean, one is like super duper serious. We're actually sticking in the vein of Star Trek. The other one's like, uh, basically, we didn't get to make a, um, what was that movie with Tim Allen and... Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to make a <laughs> yeah. Galaxy Quest 2, so let's just make a Star Trek version of that. That does seem like what it's going to be. <laughs> right? Which That's... is pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, I loved Galaxy Quest. I thought it was great. Movie still holds up. I watched oh, it yeah, months ago. Yeah, it does. It's a great, it's a great movie. Um, we will got that guy link, from Alias in it. We will link the trailer for uh, the Star Trek Oval just so you can take a look at it. Um, you should also, also link Discovery. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Don't worry. That's going to be in there. Don't 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 worry yourself. Um, we also somebody listed in here. Actually, is this you, Jake? Talking yeah. about Justice League. Yeah. Well, I read this while we were re recording this. Uh, Snyder stepping away from Justice League. Well, <laughs> he had to. Yeah. Apparently, his daughter died. And yeah. uh, Joss Whedon is coming in to finish it. So oh. what happened was yeah. his daughter committed suicide three months ago. Something like that. And he's just been trying to like work through it and not let it affect his work or not let anybody like know it happened. Like he's been very hush hush about it. But like they needed him to go back and do reshoots. And he's like, I, I just can't. Like I need to process the fact that my daughter is no longer here and so he had to step away and dc being dc and going oh hey we just got joss whedon to agree to do a movie with us let's have him do the rest of this so he's just going over the reshoots are already written and so he's basically just like holding the camera in place of uh snyder so it should still be like basically Snyder's film. It's just Whedon's helping out a little bit. Oh, which, sad day. Yeah, it's very <laughs> unfortunate, and it's just like, oh, I'm that sucks. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Justice League. I'm more sad about the familiar matters that are happening. Yeah, yeah. that is never you know, a good thing. He he has seven other children. He's wow. got a lot of kids. Holy wow! God. Yep, that wow. dude was not fucking in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> that dude needs to understand what birth control is. Oh man! Either that or maybe he wanted that many kids, no. guys. <sighs> guys, maybe he wanted who, that many kids. Who in their right mind wants that many kids? Uh, is Caleb it the and I grew wife? up in a town where uh, two different families had over a dozen children. Ah, <sighs> that vagina must be cavernous. <laughs> oh my, oh gosh, my god, Frank! Jesus. Frank, Frank, that's not a cavern. That's a water slide, dude. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, you're right. It's a conveyor belt. Okay, we are conveyor belt. We are slowly just cranking them out, slipping away. Hey, by and the for way, any females that listen to this, I feel like I should say sorry in advance. In advance, or, like, like after, it's over. Like it's after, after the, fact. the fact, yeah. Uh, I yeah, apologize for nothing. The childbirth sounds out and like put it in front. <laughs> childbirth sounds like the worst thing in the world. Uh, yeah, it sucks to be women. Wow, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are about to get lit up by so many social oh justice warriors. No, like Owen? I think you're overestimating how many people listen. <laughs> yeah, I think you are too. Apparently, there's like I don't think this people. will have any impact on our. Maybe it'll make ratings. our listeners go up because it's like one social justice warrior will find it and then like make it go viral. Yeah, let's and then she'll just as our game and plan. Well, it wasn't our game plan. It's like, just hopeful now. <laughs> yeah. Spiraling out of control, guys. Either way. Because we didn't start out of control. You mean this I'd show to, all I, the time? I would just like to bring it back, get serious for a second. Suicide is never the answer. No. No. It's very unfortunate that it happened. And my heart, and I'm sure all of our hearts, go out to their family. And also the family to Roger Moore. And also the business happening in Manchester as well. Do you remember when we said before we started this Man. that we weren't going to end this on a super sad note? No, you said that. We said <laughs> no such thing. I agree <laughs> with that for the record. Sometimes you got to have a good time, but then you got to get real. Thanks for helping us get real, Frank. I appreciate this it. This is like real somber and quiet. Well, is there anything else that we need to, to discuss today? Because <laughs> I think that was it. I, I need good. to know who wrote Aaron is a cool gay at the very bottom of this list. Yeah, speaking of really bad news. We were all thinking it. <laughs> well, I think someone wrote Aaron is a cool guy, and then someone corrected it. Corrected. I wrote Aaron is a <laughs> yeah, cool guy. Yeah, you'll notice I said corrected. Wow, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> mm. wow. So who wrote that? Anybody? I wrote Aaron is a cool guy. Why? What, what did I do? I didn't do I, anything. I, I just decided to write that down in the notes just Alice to see if you actually read them. Not suspiciously quiet. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> it was Owen. Uh, I hate you all. You know, if there's ever anything you need... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, bringing it back. Need bringing a, it back. Uh, oh gosh. Okay. On that note, thanks for joining us, guys. We Please. will catch you in what? What? No, I was gonna say, is he bringing it back? That's what you let us know after I let us know that. Yeah. Shut. Bring that back too. Shut bring that one back. Yeah. Aaron likes to repeat people's Shut jokes. It. Time to go. Time to go. See you next week. This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Frank Rice, Jake John Federkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R, or some of you know him, Andrew Real. You can check out his music at www.soundcloud.com forward slash Amair or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com 
or you can check out their Instagram. Also, you can check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com for other video content and some free stuff. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. Thank you.